Yo, what's good? It's your boy, the franchise, and I'm here with my tag team partners, my brothers, Flawless, Joey V, and my boy K Breezy, aka Two Cold Kimbro. And we present to you the Generational Wrestling Podcast. It's about to go down. How dare you? Hey, I, I just decided to call y'all off the tablet. How uh, dare you? I, I called y'all off the tablet. Can y'all hear me now off the tablet? Yeah, you kind of faded though. God damn it! No, 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 no. It's cool. No, no, you sound clear, but you know, you you sound low too. But you 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 sound way better than you did on the other one. Hold on, hold on. Let me see this shit. Yeah, you sounded like a black decon. All right, can y'all can y'all can y'all hear me now? Yeah. Do I sound low still? You do, but yeah, just better than pop. before. Yeah, man, that's some because one minute, because one minute you be like really, you be like really clear, then all of a sudden you just start talking in your Decepticon voice, and then you come back, and then <laughs> you just dip right back out. <laughs> hey, kiss my ass! Like I swear, it sounds like Sam Wiki talking to Optimus Prime. I'm like, hold on. What <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Oh man. God damn it. All right, let's rub with this for a bit. Let's see how it goes. All right. Oh, but you know, so really quick. All right, fuck it. We're just gonna continue. The people don't need to know. We, we, we're circling back into it. So do you know this is a team who I noticed was not in the draft at all? Draft at all? AOP. And the Usos. Yeah, I noticed that too. They're free agents. Yeah, they were uh, at the bar drinking. Right. So, I'm. I, this is this is another thing that I hated about this draft because I feel like there there shouldn't have been no free agents after SmackDown. Like, who's the free agents? I mean, everybody's a free agent. Like, Sheldon Benjamin was a free agent, but all of a sudden he got drafted. So it's like, what did it matter to have free agents? It just would have been better to say anybody who wasn't drafted or just continue to draft. Just draft until you draft everybody. They've done that before where they've given you a certain amount of people. They give you all the, the big-name folks, and then they'll do, like, a supplement draft on the dot-com or something like that, and they'll finish it out. Like, I don't why, – why didn't y'all just do that? That would have made more sense than you to make a free agent. Like, people really got a choice to go somewhere. Like, motherfucker really want to dip. They going to dip. They, they, they going to dip to AEW. They're not, they not staying here. They going to go to Ring of Honor or somewhere else. So – yeah, I, I prefer they just continue the supplemental draft and then they just could have picked everybody else up and that, that could have just been the end of it. Yeah, and then they made some clarification about the Kabuki Warriors. What did they say about the Kabukis? They are defending the titles on Raw and SmackDown. But that, if they lose to a SmackDown team, they stay on Raw. Yeah, they were drafted by Raw, so... And now I told you to see, I see that's what I said they should do. They should do that. That way you don't lose no talent on any show, but you can always, because you're the champion, you can challenge between both shows. Uh, this backstage thing just came on. You know what? Let me log in on my phone on the app and let me watch it while we talk. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all can there, there's like a freaking little echo. On here. Never mind. Never mind. It's not on right now. They they gave a little preview. Baseball post game is still going on. 
Oh, see, yeah, okay. But, but the panel but, sucks, dude. Panel everything sucks. about it sucks. I thought the whole thing. I thought this whole going to Raw and the USA split thing was gonna be awesome. It actually fucking sucks more. It's it's the fact, man, that they're 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 putting too much enthusiasm into it, man. It's it's too. Hope. It's too, yeah, it's too hokey, man. It's, it's it's just over, over, over the top. Like you didn't threw a dude over a six ring, uh, ring, rope ring, and then and and then he finally went over. Like, dude, come on, man, just scale it back some. Like, I need them to scale it back some. Like, be excited, but at the same time, talk it up legit. AEW's talking up wrestling legit. Talk it up legit. That's all you got to do. So uh, I saw an interview with Darby Allen and said he turned down a WWE contract. Yeah, and they, and they asked him, and, and they asked him why, and he said, "Cause I don't want to go join a promotion and sit around for like five months and do nothing." Right. Yeah, I remember. I, I listened to that interview. He was right because they would have did nothing with him. They would. He would. No. Yeah, they would have. For five bucks, he would have got his ass whooped by every big dude <laughs> on the show. That's what would happen. That that's exactly what he would have did because that's what Vince thinks of people that size. That you really can't do anything. You can't be legit. No one can take you serious. And he would have. He would have. Dude would have been really injured and fucked up. But this is what I don't understand about W. Once again, about once WWE. again, about WWE. Now this shit's starting. What's the point of buying up all this talent? If you're not going to use them or bury them, just to say you got them. But you don't give a fuck about them. That's what I don't understand. It's like me saying, yeah, let me buy all these brand new cars so Kimbro has so some hat. Man. Has some I don't man. give a shit about these cars. Shit, I just don't want him to have them. Mm-hmm. But I also think there's a grander scheme. And I've been really thinking about this. And I, I really believe that there's going to be a shift in how everything is being produced. And I think it's going to start with NXT. I think NXT is going to find its way somehow to be uh, – it's going, to, it's going to evolve itself into the other shows and the way that it's produced. I think right now because, you know, there's no real story. There's no real setup. It's just, hey, we're, you know, here, here's, here's, the, here's a new crop of uh, roster. You know, well, not new, but semi-shuffled up and um, – here's this new network and we're going to present these stars and these new and these exciting folks. Like right now it's just, let's get it out there. I want to, I want to see the transition of this AEW uh, NXT back and forth, because I believe that Wednesday night, that Wednesday night, because NXT won't beat out AEW, but because AEW is doing what they're doing, it's going to have to force SmackDown and Raw to really step up their game. So though I don't like what I'm seeing right now because it really doesn't make a lot of sense and it doesn't really seem like they have a lot of care into it. It's just, hey, just go out, do this, get this done and over with so we can get through the show. And that I, I, I'm tired of that because we've been seeing that way too long. So I'm hoping and I believe there's a grander scheme coming uh, once, this, once this AEW NXT thing really kicks off. Uh, I will say this. I I hope they do not go uh, weekly with NXT to different arenas. I love Full Sail. It's awesome. I don't want to see them go on the road every Wednesday. It's it, it's it's going to hurt them. 
But I was finna say that. But you know, the sad part is, I I I don't care what Triple H is saying. Vince McMahon, I guarantee you, if he does before the NXT, before the XFL starts, if Vince decides AEW is kicking the living shit out of WWE, he's gonna get his hands on NXT, and I promise you that. Here's where I think it won't be a problem, but this is what WWE has to do. They have to take them to smaller arenas. Don't take them to the 20,000, 30,000 seats. Take them to the to the to the five to eight thousand arenas where you got thousands of people there, but you can feel it and make it look, you know, you can make it look like it's full sale just on a bigger grand. That's like what you can <clears throat> Right. So but but that's what you can do. So that way you you have the room to have more than just 500 people there. You might end up having, let's say, 5,000 people show up to watch your product because AEW and, and it's going up against, uh, I mean, NXT going up against AEW. You put them in a smaller arena where you can get that 5,000 and you just and you just put it out there. You're not really marketing the money off the uh, attendance. You're marketing the, the ratings on TV. You're putting a product out to beat another competition. You're not trying to beat them in sales because you still have two other shows that's going to beat them in sales, <clears throat> you know, re- regardless to really how many people show up. People buy the tickets, but people might not show up. Oh, and I've been saying, I told you Raw was going to come back down to reality with those ratings. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. well, before we really get into the show, uh, please, please give us those ratings. Uh, the, they did a 2.2. <laughs> Mm. Their last hour did a 2.0. Damn. They, I told you, they've been going down every hour on the hour for the past couple weeks. And now, now I know that... Now, now <clears throat> AEW got 1.4 last week, and it was because of those playoffs where I was reading that everybody said that. It was because of those two game fives that AEW struggled in the ratings. But I think this week they get 1.8. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> oh, yeah. It's a championship match. You got a – hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you got to and you gotta finish the uh, tag team tournament, so you're going to get another great match. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're, you have two matches for the tag team <laughs> tournament oh, yeah. this week. And you also got to – so I think there's four matches altogether. You have mm-hmm. the uh, Lucha Brothers versus the Jungle Source and – uh, Jungle Boy. You have the best friends versus SCU. Right. You have uh, Hangman Page and uh, 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 Kenny Omega versus Pac and Moxley. Ah. Oh, and then you have Darby that. Allen versus Jericho for the title. Oh, that's damn. See, that right there is the different, fresh, and you're seeing new people. Like that's that's yeah, but see that and it works for them because it's one show and they only have so many folks. So yeah. if this if they had two shows trying to do this, I, I don't think it would have be as as successful. So unless they had a roster to match WWE or at least half a roster to match WWE. You know right now funny. right now with one show they have half the, they have half the roster. I do not need them to go into two shows. I uh, please don't. I'm tired of WWE and there's 5,000 shows and only one of them freaking matters. Yeah. 
And the crazy yeah. part is, you were used to up here and talk about, yeah, you know, NXT, yeah, you know, NXT, NXT is brand, but you treat it like it's the minor leagues. But your minor leagues is way better than your so-called, your so-called main shows. Why am I hearing an echo from you? Why are you hearing an echo? Because it's, it's his background. I mean, it ain't an echo. It's just a background. Like, when he talk, it it's the it's the dead silence when he don't speak. No, but I'm hearing like whenever he says something, it repeats it like two seconds later, like an echo. Oh, that might okay. Then that might be you because I don't hear that. I he comes through clear on mine. Oh, okay. Like the mic, I think the look, I think really, I think the microphones y'all just have they pick up sound really I'm not well. A microphone, I don't use microphone, and, that, and that's the crazy part. I actually got the microphone this time. Oh, damn, never see, mind. See, what? see, see, that's what I hear. I hear him re- repeating himself when he talks like an echo. Oh yeah, no, I don't hear that. Yeah, so it's just it's just you hearing it. But I do hear that silence though. But that's when he don't speak. So I mean, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, just, I don't know what else to say. I, you know, hey, 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 hey. He, he said, "That's cool." <laughs> Can we move on to like this uh, tag team uh, championship match that was actually good? <laughs> Yeah, man, we can because uh, yeah, I don't really remember what happened much on this show anyway, <laughs> other than this match. Viking Raiders, Brood and Ziggler. This was actually the best, and I said this to you guys. This was the best. Um, this was the best tag team match they've had since they've been on the main roster. Um, the best, and you wouldn't even think you wouldn't even think Brood and Ziggler would really be able to hang with them, or at least you know, go as long as they did considering how small they are compared to those two because those other two are two big mammoth beasts that just ran through them, but yet, you know, the, they're veterans, so, you know, they held in, but I like the match, you know. Um, I hope they just push it to something more meaningful and not just them as the tag team champions now going through jobbers. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh... I thought it was a great match. I liked it. Um, man, those big dudes can fly. I mean, yeah. they jump off the top rope and make it look effortless. You know, where Braun jumps off, man, it looks like a little freaking like fish, you know, out of water. But, uh, <laughs> but I thought it was a good match. The crowd was into it. Uh, when they did their finisher on Ziggler, I think Ziggler was gonna thought he was gonna get caught by the one dude and not the other dude. So. <laughs> Kind of All like right, yeah. Little, you know, overall good match. That's the second. That, that's the second week in a row they've yeah. done that, though. Yeah. So I do like their backstage interview. How they said we won the IWGP titles. We've won the ROH tag titles. Like I love that, and I'm surprised they, they said they, that. Right, and they name dropped. I, I I think that's what made me. Re- I think that's actually what made everyone really like that promo. I was like, whoa, they wait a minute. You just mentioned other company titles. Hold up. Okay. All right. We we listen in what you got to say. So, yeah, I I, I definitely with you uh, on that one. Their backstage promo was really good. I liked it that. And uh, I, I man, I I don't know where I want to go. I was gonna say the OC, but the OC ended up being uh put into something else that I actually we can go ahead and talk about it unless yeah. franchise got something to say about this tag match. The raid has begun. And the raid has begun. All right, let's get to the next one. So, in a backstage segment, once again, we got those boys, those 
those those street prophets, you know, introducing themselves, you know, announcing the fact that they are now officially, officially on the main roster and they own the raw brand. So I got confidence that they're going to be good. And then while they're there celebrating, here comes the OC being the OC, AJ Styles being the, the G that he is. And I like where this is going. I like that you're going to take these young dudes and you're going to put them in a feud with these three guys. And it's going to, it's going to really push them in the right direction. I am down for it. This was the one thing outside of the end of the show that I really was down for, and I can't wait to see more from it. I I loved it. My only problem was uh, somebody uh, in WWE fucked up because I love how they got attacked by the OC, and then you're going to see this feud, and they, they do the promo in the back and they say mm-hmm. yeah we're going to get a mystery partner to face you three tonight and it never happens so oh, he did say that he did say that so that was actually Go ahead, that was actually one of the matches that I read that got uh, scrapped by WWE that was actually supposed to be one of the main event matches but they ended up cutting it because a couple of the draft segments went a little over and one of the matches went over with uh who the hell was that that was uh Oh fuck! Oh my God! Who was uh, Buddy Murphy? The main time, uh, oh, Buddy Murphy and Ali match went a little longer. No, it was Alexander. Was it Alexander? Yeah, I thought this was Buddy. Okay, well Alexander, but yeah, when the, the, those matches went over, so they ended up cutting the damn that match. <laughs> no, you should. <clears throat> oh no, but no, uh, uh, Ali fought Andrade. That's right. I forgot. Oh, yeah, speaking of, you know, and that match was pretty good, too, also. Yeah, sorry, folks, if we're all over the place. You know, there was just... I fell asleep during this shit. I had to rewatch it after work today. There were some exciting new matchups, but the problem was it just didn't really feel exciting. Like, you, they they didn't really do anything too much to... Uh, it was just hit a few spots, and, and then, you know, one, two, three. That was it. And... I think the match that went over, I thought it was the women's match. I thought that match, the tag match, I thought maybe that went over. Because uh, by the time that actually ended, the, you know, it ended, you barely got enough for the Firefly Funhouse. So, um, Man, that tag yeah. match made no freaking sense to me. Like, I'm just confused. Why is... You said, uh, you said which match? The main the event. The women's tag. Natalia picked Lacey Evans to come out and be her tag partner. Yeah, yeah. that made... Yeah, she got drafted to SmackDown, but Natalia got to choose her partner and she picked uh Lacey Evans to come out and tag with her against the Kabuki Warriors. <laughs> and, that, and, and I didn't I didn't get that. Like what was the point of that? But you know, it was like, nah, y'all been feuding. Now you gonna now you gonna team up with her and be this good guy when you go to hey, SmackDown, yo. like and that's <laughs> And I think that's what it was because Haley's now the heel. <clears throat> so now you want to bring Lacey Evans as this new uh, anti-hero who comes in and, 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 you know, walks to her own beat of the drum or whatever. And, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, yeah. You don't just make <laughs> them a he- uh, face. You got to set it up to be a face. 
Like, well, that was the setup. Hey, man, there you go. That, stupid ass. Setup. That was the setup. That, that that's what it was. That was stupid. It was. I agree. <laughs> it was very. Stupid. <laughs> I, I I didn't really and I didn't really care for the match, which is bad, and which was not even. Uh, it was worse because the fans weren't even into it. Like until it really got towards the end, like when you started to hear people starting to boo, like and. <laughs> The, the Kabuki Warriors don't deserve that because they put on a great match the week before. So we know that they're good. I'm, I'm glad they got drafted to Raw because now when they're not fighting for their tag teams, I believe you can get an Oscar to fight against a Charlotte or a Becky who she has beaten for the Women's Championship. And Becky's already brought that up on Raw before. So you have that storyline there where now you kind of get a fresh matchup and possibly you can actually push one of these women to be the legit star that they should be because we all know Asuka should have came out of NXT and should have really won at WrestleMania. She shouldn't have lost to Charlotte. And if she was going to lose, she should have lost after WrestleMania. She should have won on WrestleMania just being that star and that presence that she was because outside of Shinsuke, she was the hottest thing coming as far as your women's division because she wasn't nothing like she wasn't like the uh, the rest of the women's division. Oh, and I think when she lost to Charlotte at WrestleMania, it just killed it. Yep, Charlotte killed her career and didn't even mean to. I mean, and, and which was sad. Yeah, it was because she won the first ever women's battle Royal Rumble. Which got me thinking for the Royal Rumble, the women's one. I have a surprise winner that I think is gonna win that. Well, you know what? Mm. We ain't got nothing else better. Fuck it. Who who you think gonna win the Royal Rumble in a? Three- oh, well, well, hold on. Well, well, hold on. Before you get to that, I mean, let's oh, let's end it. Let's end the Raw. Okay. What's up? You know what? I'm so sorry. hold on, hold on. I got breaking news. Raw trades Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross to SmackDown. For who? Some picks down the line. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, I swear to God, I'm watching the backstage. What picks down the line? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> don't you remember? Like, I trade you for future draft picks. It's like an NFL. And they traded the motherfuckers with some Yu-Gi-Oh cards. So what? So 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 when they do the draft, Raw's just gonna get five draft picks in a row. That, that that's that's it. They don't. They just gonna uh, sort of for the for this round. Raw's gonna get all the picks. SmackDown gets Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Uh, Raw trades Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross to SmackDown for future considerations. <laughs> uh, hey, they're trading for the fiend. Hey, I told you, man. Uh, man, you gotta love WWE. <laughs> this is stupid. what. I'm, hey, AEW, come on tomorrow, y'all. <laughs> and man, you... <laughs> man, wait a minute. Hold on, man. Stop, Joe. For real, man. The, bro, 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 bro. <laughs> bro man. Please stop playing, man. Are you serious? Is that what it really I'm says? Serious. I had. I have my headphones in, but when Triple H was talking, I took one of the headphones off one of my ears, and I was listening to what he said. Oh yeah, hey, hey, he's telling he's telling the truth, man. I'm on Twitter right now, <laughs> and Triple H announces that Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross have been traded for future SmackDown picks. 
future SmackDown. They only get two picks around. <laughs> what 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 are you what are your future oh, picking? Wait, wait, what wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I'm reading quotations. It says for future considerations and draft picks. So what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Like what? Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are not that like big of a player. <laughs> I can see if you said you traded Charlotte back or something like that. No, no. With you having the Kabuki words on Raw, you needed to send Bliss and them to SmackDown because you really don't have a real dominant tag division. Like for the women's tag division, they're the dominant tag team, and you can just build around them. <clears throat> right now, if you're not putting if you're not putting Sasha and Bailey right back in the tag division. Then you need Bliss and uh, Cross. So, oh, you want to know me... my surprise Royal Rumble winner? What up? Yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. I'll tell you that when we get to the prediction show for the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Puck. man. Very punk ass. Okay, fine. Look I'll here. say it. My surprise is Ronda Rousey. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. I, I yeah, I can see that. So I had a question: Is the backstage is that on the network or FS1? It's on FS1. Ah, uh, oh, hold on. Let me let me let me turn it on and put this shit on mute. Man, this shit's gonna only average like a hundred thousand viewers. <laughs> future, future considerations. What is future <laughs> considerations, man? Like, what what is what? This is come on. No, no, come on, man. Hey, you know what? Smack <laughs> maybe maybe maybe. maybe, no, maybe. It's like, man, we got draft picks out the wazoo. What are we gonna do? <laughs> we gonna do nothing. Oh. Well, maybe future considerations can mean good storylines. <laughs> Dude, they only get two picks. Raw going to get three picks every year. Raw's going to get three picks because they got a three-hour show. Hey, you think, Smackdown. After, you think after the draft, uh, Raw, uh, USA and Fox had a little bit of the bubbly? <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, they had more than the bubbly. They was drinking poison. They, they, they was – uh, oh, man, no. Future consideration. Kiss her draft. love her. I, that draft is poison. I can't get off that, man. That is what do you you only get so Raw basically gonna get like two rounds where they just pick every they just pick five picks in a row. All right. So I wanna talk about this crappy ass uh promo segment between Braun Strowman and Tyson Fury. Oh my god, I wish they would just end that. Do you know oh. how much Tyson Fury is getting paid by WWE to appear? Three million. Dude, I was hoping he was gonna skip. Fifteen this million. <laughs> really? Fifteen million. It's in the ballpark of fifteen million. So you pay Goldberg and WWE legend The Undertaker two million. You bring this motherfucker in for fifteen million? Well I guess the Saudi Arabia's prince told WWE, whoa. Other Vince, I, I want uh hold on. Other Vince, I want him on my I want him on my show. <laughs> Come on, man, don't offend. Come on now. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> well, we can cancel our Saudi Arabian listeners. All right, man. Look, yo, uh, yo, don't go, please. We apologize, man. We having fun with y'all. We we having fun with everybody. We 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 damn see, you. See, 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 now we gotta make it up. Now we gotta make up. Yo, 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 by Tanzan. Yo, yo, yo. Oh no. Oh dang <laughs> we are not No, we are not gonna go there. No, we're not. We're gonna keep it on wrestling. So again, Fury, 15 million. Keep it going. Keep it keep it pushing, flawless. Keep it pushing. Okay, okay, fine. Aladdin wanted Tyson Fury on the show, okay? <laughs> Oh my god, man. <laughs> oh 
Oh, man. So WWE paid him the 15, well, damn near 15 million for it. Yeah. But you know what? He's a boxer. Because what? Floyd probably got paid around that same price. Around that same price. Yeah, probably. But I'm like, damn, he has no experience. Like, how the hell is this going <laughs> to. But that's the reason why. Because he's a boxer and he ain't finna really hurt himself in this fake sport. Well, let, well let, so let me ask you guys this. So do we see Kane and Brock? Uh, being more of a shoot type. I mean, obviously, it's still going to be, you know, WWE style to a degree. Gonna be ugly. See, yeah, do we see this more of like a shoot style where they, they it's, it's, it's contact, but we'll say maybe 60-40? Yes, and I think it's a DQ. Like, I think they're go outside the ring and start fighting. Like, Yeah, it's going to be ugly. It's, yeah. yeah. So, so what do we see as far as the matches? Okay, what what's going to be the biggest difference between Braun and Fury and Velasquez and Brock Lesnar? What do you think are going to make these two matches stand out between Velas- the two? Velasquez has had a little experience, but he's still green. Yeah. Where Fury, I don't know what's going to happen. Fury don't know shit, and <laughs> Velasquez at least got a. With, with with his MMA training, it fits more into the style of wrestling because, um, I mean, he'll be able to go on the attack. He just has to listen for the count for the ref. That's it. And But I, I expect this to be a rough and sloppy match. Like, I don't really expect no perfection from this. I expect somebody to get hit for real. I expect somebody to be a little hurt because he already walking around Vasquez already walking around with a knee brace on. So uh <clears throat> I expect something from that. Uh but with Fury, I, I don't know what we're gonna get, man, because honestly the, the dude seems kind of sloppy to me when just walking. And I mean dude he's tall and he, he might have some punching but he, he looks small as hell compared to Braun. So Unless he go knock Brian out before Brian can get to him, I, I, I don't know what that what that's gonna be. Yeah, true. I mean, Fury can't even break a pen. So, uh, yeah, then that was terrible, <laughs> man. Like, like he trying to joke like he can't break it. Like he, oh man, that was that. Yeah, that. Oh uh, yeah, I hated that. I was hoping you wouldn't even. I was hoping nobody would mention that. Like we can just skip. It was so bad. That. I will say this about Velasquez. I read an article where he talked about like how when he was in. Luke- in the one match how he did the Hurricane Rana and they asked him about that he said well before the match I was in the back with one of the with one of the wrestlers in the match and he said can you show me how to do it and he learned it on the fly in the back dressing room before that match oh wow yeah so I so I and then and because of that and like I said because it's you know, USC is not too far. It's not as violent as WWE. Well, it's more violent than WWE. So I, I give him more of a shot against Brock. Like he'll he'll make Brock fight his style, which is the style that Brock fights every time. So I, I feel like it, he'll it'll be more of a better match to watch than the Fury versus Brock. Oh yeah, most definitely. I can't believe I'm up here watching me. Let me ask y'all this. Did y'all notice, so they added Ricochet to Seth Rollins' team, and they added Shinsuke and, I believe, uh, Baron Corbin to uh, – no, not Baron Corbin. Uh, mm-hmm. They added somebody to uh, Team Flair. Uh, 
Bobby Lashley. It was Bobby Lashley. It was Bobby Lashley and uh and Corbin. And Cor- Corbin was already there. It was yeah. Corbin, Bobby Lashley, and then it was um Elias. No, not Elias. Not Elias. Damn, I just said the name. Oh, I forgot. But they added Shinsuke, people to those. Shinsuke. Shinsuke. Yeah, Shinsuke. It was Shinsuke, Bobby Lashley, Corbin, and then uh, Orton. And yeah, then they, they got to add one more, and Rollins has to have two more. Right. I didn't even realize those guys were going to be a part of it, or they even announced it. They just showed up like, hey, no. they're just going to be in this. And Rollins is fighting twice that night, too. It's like, <laughs> Okay, let's get – okay, so – Mm, okay. Yes, please, please. Because if Rollins fights twice and he wins both and beats the Fiend again, I'm officially canceling the WWE Network. <laughs> and that's the bottom line because I fucking said so. Okay, so we get the Firefly Funhouse. Okay, we, we, we get this two short two minute and a half because Raw's running late again, as usual, with the best thing. And it was awesome when it started. Rambling Rabbit, you know, coming out. <laughs> Doing his thing, talking about Seth is coming, Seth is coming, and he's scared. Hey, 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 Joe, 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 do it, do it, do it. Oh, man, Seth, you're my favorite wrestling man. <laughs> you run, um, man. You better run. He's going to burn it down. <laughs> Let me tell you something. When, when, that, when, that, uh, when he finally came on the TV, Rambling Rabbit, I was like, yes. And my wife's like, what the hell? I'm like, hey, shh. Nobody talks when Rambling Rabbit's speaking, okay? <laughs> I know she looked at you like, what the hell is wrong with this boy? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I can show you the world. <laughs> you fool. I take the magic All right, man. Um, so he tells Rambling Rabbit to go play. I, don't worry. The Fiend will get to protect us. And then Seth Rollins just comes out with this hokey jump from the behind and he's stumping and punching. Like, he's not even punching where Bray Wyatt really landed. Like, he, no. he didn't step back some and now he's really just punching the air. Like, you're not even punching hard. You're not even going down far enough to look like you're actually punching somebody. Like, he's God, not sitting up. Damn, look at Renee Young. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> this fool. Uh, <laughs> so, Seth then starts taking pictures off the wall and tossing them and throwing them. Then Bray Wyatt gets up and he stands up in his face like he's about to do something. And then he just reverts back to being Mr. Rogers Bray and and he, and he just asks Seth, why, "Why are you doing this to me? Don't don't do this." And and Bray and uh, not Bray, uh, Seth just continued to beat down on him. And then all of a sudden he's throwing him everywhere. And then he stands awkwardly. And then all of a sudden he says, "Burn it down." Corn. And then they camera to him and I it just he, he of course he lit the flame that was already lit because you could see where the lighter fluid was and how far the flame went so he burned everything down he burned the Firefly Funhouse uh, then you heard the fiend laughing in the background show goes off with that happening and of course with the match now being set as a no was it no DQ false count anywhere false count anywhere all counts anywhere match with for the universal championship. What what is going through your minds seeing that and then hearing that news? Oh my god. Oh. If Bray would be on Raw, I would say Bray's gonna win. But with him on SmackDown right now, hopefully he's the future consideration. <laughs> but 
<laughs> Man, if if they have Bray lose, if they have the Fiend lose to Zeth, you built him up for nothing. Like you just destroyed him. Like I don't know. Ugh. I'm sorry, Seth Rollins is not that unbeat. He's not unbeatable to me. Like, dude, this is what I don't get. You don't want to fucking push guys like Drew Gulak. Not Drew Gulak, excuse me. Daniel, not Daniel Bryan at one point. You didn't want to push guys like Dolph Ziggler. You didn't want to push guys like fucking Cedric Alexander. You didn't want to push guys like Dean Ambrose. You had them. Like, but yeah, you got Seth Rollins demolishing the fucking fiend. I mean, okay, yeah, cool. You're going to sit there and say that this is what? False kind of anywhere, no DQ. They're going to still find a way to either in the match, or Rollins is going to win. He got disqualified in the freaking hell in the cell. So I don't want to hear no more of these stipulation matches. This is what I hate. Unless Rollins is going to lose, I don't, then you're going to do that with Crown Jewel. Really? Really? You could have had the Fiend win the hell in the cell, and then they could have had a rematch of Crown Jewel then. Why would you squash the Fiend? And then have him get a rematch at the show. He's probably not going to win. It makes no sense. It's... I bet you I know why they did it at Crown Jewel, the rematch. Talk, talk to me, Flawless. Talk to me. Because sense. if they did it at like a Survivor Series, the fans would have booed the shit if The Fiend would have lost again. And you know what's crazy? It's funny you said that, too, because I, I was I read online. Somebody said the same thing. They said maybe the fans in Saudi Arabia will actually like this match more than the people in the States. Well, the fans in Saudi Arabia just sit there like freaking blank stares on their face. <laughs> they don't clap. They just sit there. Hey, but 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 then again, we know why. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair to Seth <clears throat> Rollins and, and just this small Ray, for me, Seth Rollins is some of those guys that you named because he's – He's not the typical big dude, you know, like Braun and, and, and Roman and, and Brock. But, you know, he is a high flyer. He does a lot of different stuff. But I do agree with you on the trying to sell me that he's just unbeatable. He's not unbeatable. He's just like a Ricochet and all these other guys. And, you know, he's just the man. But he's the top guy because he's the top guy. So he's he's being pushed like this because this is who Vince wants the championship on. He wants it on Seth. He wants it on Brock. He want he wanted it on Flair, but he took it off Flair and put it back on Bailey. And then he 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 still has it on Becky. Uh, it's 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 uh, it, it, it's he's the flavor of the month, and, and right now he's gonna he's gonna get his way. If Rollins goes into WrestleMania as champion, I am gonna be pissed. Uh, there's no, a good no, chance. No, no, I'll say this: if he walks out of WrestleMania still champion, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm gonna say one better, and I'm gonna say he might lose it if he doesn't. Depending on what they do for Survivor Series, if he doesn't lose it at the Royal Rumble, uh, I, I, I believe he'll lose it at the Royal Rumble or one of the pay per views prior to WrestleMania, depending on who they're pushing and what the setup is. I could see him losing. I could because you know they do title changes at the Elimination Chamber. Like the Elimination yeah. Chamber is yeah. always one of those pay per views where they'll do a title change and, and you know to set up yeah, something. Yeah, but they else. don't call it Elimination Chamber no more. They call it like Fast Lane. 
But they ain't, they didn't get rid of Elimination Chamber, did they? They didn't have it last year. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They were, they were, they, were, they replaced that with Fastlane. Oh yes, they did because Kofi Kingston was in the Elimination Chamber last year, th- uh, this year. What's this? What? What? He's, oh yeah, yeah. wasn't at Fastlane. That's right. So, right, right. So Fastlane came before WrestleMania. That right. There's always like two pay per views after Royal Rumble and before uh, WrestleMania. Oh, you know what? Okay. Speaking of pay per views, it's notice they notice that the month of these pay per views. Like one minute of the pay per view will be in like February, then they'll switch it and the shit and end up in like October next year. Yeah, they 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 are moving them around, but I think they're trying to creep. I don't know. I guess stupid. Because I, uh, I like Money in the Bank in July. I, I felt like that was a uh, <clears throat> like that mid June, July. I feel like that was a good time to like to have a really good big pay per view where. There's so many high stakes. You can you got title matches. You got money in the bank matches going on. I always felt like you can have a match like that, like in middle of June, like early July, because you still got weeks out before you get to SummerSlam. So um, I've always liked it there. I hate that it's damn near right after WrestleMania, and uh, that kind of doesn't really give you a big feel on the people who win at WrestleMania then going into Money in the Bank. Like, I I want them to be champion for at least a couple of months and then get to Money in the Bank because if if it's not working out as them as champion, then you can have them, you know, somebody win and and get the title instead of uh, canceling out title reigns early. Yeah, true. I don't know. I'm just... I'm I'm so over this shit. Like... I'm gonna give them to uh, uh, Survivor Series, man. That shit turned out the way that the way that Helen Cell did. I think I'm done for a little bit, man. Bit, man. It it won't it won't because one is Survivor Series. Um, Depends on like, a uh, matchup Survivor Series with the matches. Like if they do Raw versus SmackDown. Right. right. Exactly. That, and that, exactly. It, it really depends on what they're pushing, but. It's going to be Survivor Series. It's one of your big four pay-per-views, one of your longest-running ones. So, therefore, uh, you can't you, – you got to have shock value. you got to have the traditional five-on-five elimination match, even though you're doing one for Saudi Arabia. But it's Survivor Series. We expect to have a Raw versus SmackDown five-on-five. you got to have brand supremacy. I don't – I you – I think now that I think now that all the pleasantries of Fox getting the new show and them now doing a draft, like I said, I believe now that you know what your rosters are, you can start with your stories. Unfortunately, there's going to be some that we don't care about that they're going to still be pushing, but this also is a great opportunity to create new ones. So uh, it I, it really depends on the direction they're going now with the shakeup with SmackDown and. Pritchett now taking over. What will his role be? Will we actually find out what his role will be and what he will actually do? Because he's creative. Never, he's in charge he, of creative with Ed Koski. Okay, see, and, and see with Bischoff, we never knew exactly what his purpose was. What what do you do? You're just a guy there with a name for a title. That's really all you are. So uh I expect and it's Fox, you know, you gotta keep a certain number of viewerships. So that means you gotta you got to put out talent, man. You, you're going to have to really show what you have. The only problem is 
I still feel that fence presence as far as storyline going. And I, I, I'm just, I, I'm just very, very, very wary of that. I realize this. So like say in Survivor Series, if you do Raw's like women versus like SmackDown women, like Raw is headlined by Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and three other women versus SmackDown, which is Bailey, Sasha, and three other women. Okay. Then the same vice versa for the tag teams. What if they did uh, Raw versus SmackDown where Brock Lesnar is the champion, so he's the captain of SmackDown. Say it's him, Roman Reigns, The Fiend, Braun Strowman, and somebody else, okay? Versus Seth Rollins on Raw and Randy Orton? And who else do you freaking have? Like, they're going to get killed. Saboa Joe, if he's healthy. Drew McIntyre, if he's healthy. And Alistair AJ, Black, AJ, maybe, or, or AJ. You, you, uh, you can go either way. But yeah. again, still depends on two of those guys being healthy enough. So AJ and Alistair Black might be a part of that anyway. But as far as height, you could add Rowan, considering he just got drafted to Raw, and they're looking to push him. So Heyman might see something in him that he can he. Whatever he was going to do with Braun, maybe he can do with Rowan, and maybe Rowan can talk it better because his his promo game is really, really good, and that's really surprising. So I, I'm actually kind of interested in seeing what Heyman is going to do with Rowan, but you could use him, uh, you know, as that big guy that you need to kind of go up against Braun. Uh, and then everybody else is just kind of everybody else, you know. Everybody well, else kind of canceled Rowan, off. Well, Rowan's on Raw. Braun's on SmackDown. Right, that's what I'm saying. So you got so you you put Ron on SmackDown. Now you got Rowan on Raw's team. So now you got that you got that big guy advantage. At least yeah, somebody true, true. each other. So uh, I I would say those guys that we just named. Uh, but depending on injury, you know, you switch out whoever or on uh if, if they're the tag team champions, they'll have they'll be fighting the SmackDown tag team champions. So never mind. I was gonna put the Viking Raiders in it, but oh no, AOP if they come back. You can put them in it, or if you know if they're not doing a tag team elimination match, you can put them in that match. Like you, there there are some guys out there that they can actually go get and 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 really make it a real brawl for it all. Like that 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 really has to make this a rivalry between two networks. No more of this holding hands, hokey. No, push all that to the side. Let's get to the nitty gritty. All right, we got the best show. We're the best. We're the better network. You guys are outplayed. You're outdated. No one cares for you. They're going to care for us. Let I, Make it legit. And if you put, like you say, put the both champions, I, I think that'll, that'll work. I want to see an invasion like we did last year with the women. Do it. If oh, you're yeah. going to build this, perfect, do it. I don't know if they – now, as far as the women, I don't know. I like that they did that. I don't want to see another one because I don't think they could outdo that one. That one, not 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 back to back. Like, do do the men this year, and then do the women like next year, or do the women on SmackDown. Like, do it, it's got to be. Ah, it's going to be hard for me to really like it and be and have that shock value because last year's was just that man. That that was just awesome to see Becky Lynch putting Ronda into this armor just out of nowhere. You just see the camera. You just see it, the far shot. Like the far shot of her doing it, it just really drew you in because you're like, what the hell? Wait a minute, who's that on the ground? Then once it gets up, you see that it's Rhonda, you know, screaming 
whole. So, and then everything else that happened after it, that, uh, that was just, that was masterful. And it was an accident. Like it, it didn't even, I don't even think it panned out to be that great. And it was. So I, I think do the men's this year, then next year, do the year afterwards, you, you do the women's invasion and let them invade. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see you what know, they do. Let, let's see if Nia Clumsy Jackson breaks somebody else's face and make another star. Nah, it won't work. Because it, it'll be just a rip off of Becky Lynch. What if she broke yeah. her own face? Maybe she'd be a big star. Be a big star. <laughs> nah, she, she's already a... Nah, okay, I believe that. Uh, <laughs> see, it's flawless, man. You a bad habit, man. You a I bad habit. I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. You started it, and, and, and I did you not. Left I've it. been sitting here minding my own business, being all quiet, you know, stuff, going with the flow. He said, "He said, mind my business. I'm just minding my business." Yeah, yeah. But, uh, all just mind the business. That's all, just mind the business. <laughs> but overall, ladies and gentlemen, um, for two nights of drafts from Friday to Monday, uh, we got to see a lot of some. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was trying to say something nice. I was trying to say something nice. <laughs> I will say this. The two best things of Raw, in my opinion, was uh the tag team championship match and the Buddy Murphy Cedric Alexander match. All right. Was, yeah. You, you know what's my top thing about Monday Night Raw? You say what? Y'all wanna know my top thing about Raw? Yeah, seeing what Bubble be in your dreams. Stephanie, man. Oh, you fool. <laughs> I like I like how she had the ponytail. You know, it made you wonder if you're behind her. How you know to pull that thing? <laughs> All right. She probably, yeah, she probably sound like her daddy. Uh, yeah. let's, uh harder. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't even know what the hell to say. <laughs> Uh, spank me, spank me. No, no. Um, <laughs> Want to be part of the Kiss My Ass Club? <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap, man. I have to play the game. <laughs> hey, y'all think she wears granny panties like Vince? <laughs> no, nah, she wears a thong. Yeah. Oh, she's a leader. Okay. Hunter, <laughs> give me the pedigree. <laughs> Reverse style. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I don't know if she wants him to give the pedigree because last time he gave her the pedigree on Raw, her nipple popped out. <laughs> hey, well, you see what has been happening lately. She's been popping them out all left and right. Um, all right, back off, off, off of Stephanie McMahon. Uh, the show was average. The draft sucked. A few <laughs> little surprises. Um, it, it it was definitely a disappointing. Uh, like I said. As far as the people that didn't get draft, they could have just did a simplement draft and kept drafting people. That would have ended things. Um, I still don't understand this Alexa Bliss to SmackDown for draft picks and future considerations. It was Alexa Bliss and Nixie, Nikki Cross. I, I don't even care to say it right because it's still all stupid. <laughs> it all stupid. No, it's and I'm and I. Uh, yeah, it's just stupid, man. I, I, I say right now. Because that's still, come on, man. Draft picks and futures. Like, come on, man. I, I, I don't know how many more times I can say it. They only got two picks around. <laughs> Damn. KBC, you, already, you better run, man. You better run. 
you already look. This draft sucked for SmackDown, man. When you look, I mean, maybe if you look at the actual roster for uh, Raw and SmackDown in a whole, maybe it looks a little better. But the way this draft has gone, man, they they don't have. I don't know, man. Maybe some people coming up from NXT. I don't. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, I have no confidence in what SmackDown has as a roster right now, outside of seeing six of the same people on a regular basis. Like that's it. Like when I watch Raw get draft picks, and I said to myself, "Man, I see a new Raw six. Like, damn, right there, off top, I saw the new Raw six get drafted one right after another." And it's like Heyman's really doing this damn thing. Like, what is SmackDown gonna do to combat it? So, I, I, yeah, I'm, I was, I was very disappointed in this draft. Period. It was just terrible, man. <laughs> Guess what? Monday Night Raw sucks. Friday Night SmackDown sucks. AEW, yay, yay. <laughs> NXT, yay, yay. yay. Yeah. This week, man, suck. Triple H, yay, yay. Tony Khan, woo. <laughs> Tony Khan, woo. And now we got little Khan. Little Khan, That's what we need to get on the show. Hell yeah. Get little Khan on the show. A little Khan. <laughs> Hey, you know what? I think that'll give us hella raise for the next show. Hey, Joe, man, make that happen. Talk to little <laughs> I'm working on it. Talk, talk I'll to tell you me. this, man. I saw him in a suit today for the game, and I'm like, oh, shit, look at that. You are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a little Tony for real. <laughs> man. That's a little TK. <laughs> a little, yeah. Hey, that's what we yeah. call it, a little TK. <laughs> Little teacup. Yeah. Little teacup. <laughs> <laughs> little teacup. All right, man. So AEW's coming up. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that before we go, because I know guys got other stuff to do. It's getting late. Uh, what match for AEW this coming up? What match are you most excited for, franchise? You know what match I'm most excited for, Vato? What's that, man? I tell you what I'm most excited for, Vato. We gonna have Chris Jericho, Le Champion, versus the Dutch bag, Darby Allen, BB. Mm. Yes, and then I'm looking forward to see a John Amoxley versus a Jack a Schwagger. John Moxley's oh, not facing Jack Swagger. Sorry, first of all, I'm drunk. That ain't Jack Swagger. That motherfucker named Jay Hager. Man, stay off the moon, man. But stay he's off not the facing moon. Jake Hager. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> stay off the moon, dude. I didn't told you, man. I plead the fifth. I pass. <laughs> DJ over there on gravity right now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just like gravity, all he needs is a little push. <laughs> hey. Push. Hey. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to quit the show. I don't want to be the, Je- the show Jeff Hardy. Hey man, uh, <laughs> or, the or the Uso, or the Uso, DJ Jimmy Uso. I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna uh, call you, uh, <laughs> <little> Uso. <laughs> Jeff Uso. 
hell. Oh my god, that's that sounds even worse. <laughs> Jeff Uso. Damn, that sounds even worse. Oh. Flawless man, what match you looking forward to, man? Oh, Whew, I'll tell you this. Um, uh, uh, I'm really looking forward to the Lucha Brothers versus Jungle Source and Jungle Boy. But I think <clears throat> this man, this Darby Allen Jericho, I think it's a street fight, Philadelphia street fight. Yes, sir. I think that is going to be really good. And I'll tell you this: knowing Jericho. He's going to make Darby Allen a star. Like, mm. after that match, Darby Allen may lose or he may win, you know? You never know. But if he loses after that match, you're going to be like, damn, Darby Allen's a player. Right. I can see that. I can most definitely see that. I can see but, that. Yeah. I, I, go ahead. But I also can see SCU and Best Friends stealing the show. See, that's the problem. All these freaking matches are so good. You're like, shit. But you know, like, you, you, it's it's the wrestling of it. But you know what like, this is reminding me of? Like mm-hmm. the excitement for the AEW card, top to bottom. It reminds me of back in the late 90s, early 2000s, where whether it was the main event, the opening match, or, the, you know, the mid card, you were excited to see every match on the card. AEW is giving me that feeling again. It doesn't matter if I'm an hour one of the show, if I'm an hour two of the show. Every match to me has somewhat of equal importance. So yeah, some may be better than the other, but overall, it's like I'm happy to see every show. See every it's show. like you said, you don't know if you want to see Best Friends or you want to see Jericho. You don't know. You just know it's going to be a great-ass show. Right. Yeah, true that, true that. And, and yeah. I'll say this, when we get off here, I'm going to watch the AEW Dark because it premiered tonight at 7 o'clock. And I want to see that Kenny Omega, Joey Janela, which everybody's Ooh. saying was yeah, that that's gonna be awesome for them to be showing dark matches like that, but to be putting on legit matches like, and you know, and 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 I wonder, do these dark matches count as wins and losses? Like, I believe, anything? It, I believe it is. <clears throat> okay, because you know that that would be kind of cool because then that would actually make it more meaningful. Like your dark matches have meaning. Like dark matches aren't supposed to have meaning. Like every now and then you might get a a lucky title win, but. For the most part, you know, you you get the same basic formula. Uh, for a dark match to actually matter in wins and losses, I if that if they do do that, that that is really awesome. And um, I'll tell you this, I, man, that that win and losses growing on me, man. Something new, it's something different. It means something. You yeah. everything they, they actually mean something, and that's different. Like you lose, you lose. Like you don't get another shot. You don't get to come back. Like you lost. So. You got to start over like, you know, anybody else. And now we're giving somebody else an opportunity. That's fresh because you don't see that in WWE. You see the same people lose. I Man, I swear, during Roman Reigns' heyday, <laughs> which wasn't, you know, not that far back, but there was, a, there was a brief period, man, where he lost like three or four matches in a row but got like two title matches back-to-back and ended up winning a championship afterwards. So it was like – that's because he come stared on, at the That's because he stared at the title. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, but it, it was, it's it's just like, come on, man, wins and losses. Like you can watch a guy win and don't get a title shot. Like I'm still upset. Baron Corbin should be right now be trying to go at a championship. Like he won King of the Ring. Make it meaningful. Him just walking around as King Corbin, it, it, it's already died on me. Like mm-hmm. it 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 means nothing. You're 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 Wade Barrett. 
basically you just you basically just come out just to be King Barrett and just be an asshole and 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 that's it. And yeah, you, King, King Booker won the title. I think King Booker, but King Booker won a championship. Like that champ, that that King of the Ring led him to a championship. I have no problem if it leads to a championship, but it, when it leads to nothing, that's that's when it's a waste. And, but you know what, Booker T, he actually made that gimmick work. Like people actually like the King Booker gimmick, even if you got annoyed with the fake ass accent in Charmel. You'd like to see Booker T come out because he he was good in the ring and he was a hell of a promo. He was a hell of a work. Hell of a work. Corbin is just I do not know what it is about mm-hmm. Corbin. Ever since he left the long long wolf gimmick, I just really haven't given. I really haven't really cared about his character. That's because they've gone back to pushing him down our throats again. That's why. Because when when he was away and he was just kind of showing up every now and then when he came back, it was okay. But now that he's on every show and he's doing something with everybody, it's back to that old Corbin, Baron Corbin, and that's why it's starting to wear thin already. It, it, we're tired of it. It's like we want to see less of him or put, put give him a title. I don't care if it's Intercontinental, you not give him something, make him meaningful. Look. I didn't know what everybody hated JBL as champion. I hated JBL as champion, but he was champion. You can't take that away from him. It, 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 his title run meant something because you hated seeing him be champion so much. You wanted everybody to beat him. And I mean, you wanted everybody, Booker T, Ray Mysterio, Batista, Undertaker, whoever, John Cena, you wanted everyone to beat him for that championship. And he found a way to, to, to beat everybody. Just do that with Baron Corbin. It doesn't matter if you really like the character. Put the title on him. Put him in feuds with other people that's top guys and just go from there and it will become something bigger. But, yeah, just have him out there just to be messing with Shorty G. I'm like, come on, man. This is this is below mid-card shit. And it, it, it needs to go somewhere else. To me, when you win, like, the King of Ring, even when it started, like, I mean, Harley Race won it in, like, 85, 87. But, like, when they brought it back in 93 in the pay-per-view, like, when you won it, like, it meant something. Like, when Bret Hart won 93, it was right after he lost the title. But, like, it meant something. And then 94, when Owen Hart won it, he became the king of hearts. 95, Mabel, when he won it, he became king Mabel. Got a title shot at Diesel. And then 96, we all know what happened with uh, Stone Cold. What happened there? Yeah. You know, I mean, in the 97 Triple H, you look at this stuff like it just. Yeah, like, yeah, and some of those didn't get title shots, but but the the character and who they were really became something more because they were the king and but they weren't being overused like Corbin is, though. That's 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 the, I think that's the one difference. Like they did, if they were to get exposed as much as he did and there was no meaning behind it, I think it would be the same thing. But you didn't but, see those guys as much as you see Corbin now. Like, Corbin's just you, – you can guarantee to see him, book him for the show. Like, you know, if you were if you were betting who would show up, Corbin would be a 100% bet. But, you know, you know what else is kind of hurting it, too? It's back then you didn't have fucking four or five shows running a week where you had, where you had the same every single show. 
You know, with Corbin, you got Corbin on Raw. Raw. You got Corbin on SmackDown. Oh. You got Corbin on every pay-per-view. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's not like he's showing up on Raw every single week. Or he's showing up on SmackDown every single week. He's showing up, up until recently, on both every single week. Then the pay-per-view. So, but even when they had, but even when they had multiple shows, but back to your point, they didn't show up on every show. Like even if if, if the King of the Ring, what who who somebody had won King of the Ring and they didn't really get a title shot, but they was on one show, so it didn't it didn't really you know feel wasted. Like it, you know you saw him every now and then, and then he would come out and do some stuff, and then he would eventually get a title shot or whatever. But yeah, to have him on every show. And it's just the same, and it's just the same stuff against the same person. And it's like, how many times can you beat this person? And, and watch yeah. it happens again this week. Oh, of course it is. You know it is because they're they're not done. They're they're not done. Shorty G gonna come out on SmackDown with his John Cena hat and chain and jersey, and he gonna be Shorty Shorty Cena. And then uh, yeah, that, yeah, that there, yeah, yeah. Is he calling yeah. Shorty Cena? Yeah, he gonna be Shorty Cena. He gonna come out looking like John Cena, little mini me. Little Cena. I want to see him as Shorty Warrior, you know, come out with the tassels and the face paint run down. Or Shorty Slaughter, a tan. That's the case. He might as well dress up like Kurt Angle. Like, sure. remember when uh, Charlie House used to come out with like a different gimmick every night? Like, that was awful. oh my god, dude! Hell yeah! Which remember the came out as Charlie him? Perfect. <laughs> well, don't, don't forget that they recycled that shit with uh, who was Big Show? DiBiase. They did it with Big Show. They yeah. did uh, that. Well, Big Shows was funny. Uh, Big Shows was better though. Big Show to me was the best one because his I, was I, at he least came out as Hogan. Yeah, Show a Mania. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, right here. He came out as IRS. Like, dude, where the hell you find pants that big to come up? <laughs> hey, but if you notice, anybody who's ever impersonated Hogan as a gimmick, they never really lost. Like, he lost. Like, <laughs> when he did it. That was, like, his most successful part of his that, Yeah, that was that, – uh, yeah. I don't it know if you guys funny. know this, but Curtis Axel still has not been eliminated from the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Steel. <laughs> he needs to cash that in soon before somebody don't say that. When it expires or something. Maybe they traded it for uh, draft picks and consideration. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's bull. Are they reading uh, SmackDown right now? Huh? I was, I, was, I just finished up this backstage shit, and I don't know if this is. I don't know if this is right now. Or they replaying? Or they replaying? No, they're, they're replaying re- it from last week. Oh. It ain't Friday. I'm about to say, if they showing a new SmackDown, like, oh, wait a minute, so now you're not live? Now you're taping your shows again? Oh, <laughs> no, because Roman's coming out. It's going to be him versus Rollins. It's, it's the same as last week. Hey, you know what? Let me rant real quick. That fucking Raw stage, I didn't realize how fucking retarded it looked until I looked at the shit yesterday. It looks like a big-ass skateboard ramp. That's because compared to, compared to what SmackDown stage looks like, it, it looks like a piece of shit. That's why. Because we got to think about it. when we first looked at it, it was like, damn, that's actually really nice. And then when we saw the SmackDown stage, it was like, damn. You know what? Fuck that Raw stage. That Raw stage ain't got nothing. Well, you know, Darby Allen, when he came out of skateboard, he didn't start at the top of the ramp. He started at the top of the Raw ramp. 
And when he right. got to the bottom, he came down the <laughs> He came all the way down. Man. I, I gotta say, that hey, did y'all see the promo that Jericho did on Darby Allen when he's talking about he smacked him with the skateboard? <laughs> no, I, I missed that. Hey, hey, he like that self righteous son of a bitch gonna come down and smack me with a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's the beauty of Jericho, man. <laughs> He just saying simple words like that. <laughs> but it was funny because he sold it so perfectly. He was in this, he was in this, he was in this hotel. I mean, not hotel. He was in this house in this little jacuzzi with some champagne, the bubble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was like, that little self-righteous son of a bitch, Darby Allen, gonna seriously drive down with the skateboard and smack the little champion. Hey, that's when he challenged him to the street fight. I'm like, all right, man, I can dig yeah. this, man. I can give a little bit of the bubbly. Give a bit of the bubbly. Uh, man, look, I, you know, I know we're getting ready to go, but a guy like Jericho to uh, just reinvent himself and in in just the weirdest ways, but yet it's so creative. Um, I, and that's why he's one of my all time favorites. I he. There isn't a version of him that I did like, but the I think the one I like the most. If you think about all the versions of Jericho that you could think of, all the times he then left and came back and just reinvented himself, I love the heel suit wearing Jericho. Like that Jericho, yeah, I that I I, you you hated that one. I love that Jericho because that Jericho was just he was the he was he was the top heel. He was the dude, and he did whatever to win. And the look on his face, the little smirk he give you, like that was when Jericho was just at at his at his best for me. Uh, of course, you know nothing beats the original Y2J when he came to WWE or even in WCW. But yeah, the uh, the, the 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 countdown he did on the Rock when he came and the Rock told his Rudy Poo ass he don't even know who you are, but. That suit, the, the the heel Jericho, when he came back and threw Shawn Michaels through the uh, TV screen, and he was the just Jerry talking, methodically. yeah, he was just talking methodically, and yeah, I, I yeah, that that dude was my favorite dude. Hey, can we say man, that he had Jerry Shawn five thousand before people actually had flat screen TVs in their house? Yeah. yeah, I will tell you this: he had probably the best debut. The countdown clock was perfect. Yeah, yeah, you didn't know who that was. And I remember, remember when he was feuding with Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko was the man of a thousand holds. Yep. And Jericho was the man of a thousand and four to- holds. So like he's on he's on Nitro ring like all this list. He's like one arm drag, two drop toe hold, three <laughs> Japanese arm drag, four <laughs> German toe hold. <laughs> And then it went to commercial and came back, and he was like at four hundred. He was like at four hundred and fifty something. <laughs> and then he had like, then he had one of like the fat older dude with like half a shirt on. I'm like, hell no, this dude is genius, man. And it, it sucked that WCW couldn't let him do that there because I think it, it, letting guys like him and Booker T and others uh, evolve and kind of shine it, it it could have lasted wcw could still be in business right now if uh ted turner and them hadn't given up on it but they had no reason well, if you not to made stars with the younger talent and not pushing all these older guys 
Like the huckster and the nacho man. Nacho <laughs> 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 man. Hey, you know what? I, I, I would say my bird, my my favorite person who had a gimmick like that. And he, I don't even think he was in WCW at all, but he was definitely yeah, CNA. Shark Boy. That was my favorite. <laughs> I hate Shark Boy. <laughs> I hated Shark Boy because it was just such a disrespect to Stone. I, you know, it was this disrespectful to Stone Cold, man. Like that was just like that was like Gilbert was one thing. <laughs> Gilbert was just stupid, but but Shark Boy was just like really. You got a dude walking around with a shark fin, like. Taking taking pretend bites like a shark through beer. <laughs> and he had the vest. I ran a vest, man, with a shark head on the back. Like, dude, come on, man. It, it was that, that was that was terrible. That hey, that hey, was hey, 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 shark boy for AEW champion. <laughs> hey man, I'll say Gilbert man was over the top with the sparklers, and then they had the. Oh my god! And when the sparklers, when they put the sparklers on him, he'd be screaming. And I, me. <laughs> yeah, and they had to get the uh, fire extinguishers and <laughs> Oh, man. I remember one time he fell hard on his ass when they did that to him. Like, yeah, uh, or he hit his head on the door and then fall down because he, <laughs> he knocked himself out. Like, y'all, y'all tripping, man. Uh, yeah, Shark Boy was the worst. Dude. I mean, it ain't that no was... fake razor and fake diesel. <laughs> Shit, there was. Uh, I know. I'm saying. I'm saying it's not. You know. I mean, we have no, like not worse. <laughs> yeah, fake sting. But that. But okay, the fake sting worked. worked. <laughs> yeah, that worked. That that actually worked because that had a purpose in a storyline. Like it, it. That 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 was one of the greatest storylines ever told. So that okay. was okay. But I got yeah, one. no. I got one. What about Sin Cara and Sin Cara Negro? <laughs> For the first week. For the first week, it was okay. Then after that, yeah, it, then it, you it, realized the one Sin Cara was a little fatter than the other one. <laughs> all right, all right. It, like it, it was, it, it was honestly like, damn, where are they gonna go with this? Because this is kind of interesting. And then it was like, yeah, okay, now nah, they didn't drop the ball. They, they stopped giving a damn. So you, you saw that coming. Yeah, I'll say this, man. The fake thing, man. Like that led into the crow thing where you watch Nitro every night to see, oh, he's up in the rafters. Ooh, what's gonna happen? Like Hell, that you was just. You was watching Nitro every night just to see whether or not if he was gonna if the real if it was yeah. the real or not. Like even before he went to go be the crow, like what was leading up to that was awesome. Yeah. So yeah, and you that, all yeah. thought he was he was in the NWO because he had the black and white face paint. And I never forget that uh that uh um uh, uh war games where he came out and they and and, and just went ham on Everybody War game fall brawl '96. Yeah, and you told Lex, "Is that proof of you?" When he was beating up the whole NWO, he went, like, "Is that proof enough for you?" He man. went bananas on everybody, man, and then walked out. And that was just like, oh, like you know what? I ain't even mad at you, Steve. Man, they played you, dude. They played the hell out of you. I told them they want you, man. And I'm and I'm I'm a I'm a teenager sitting in front of the TV saying this to the TV, man. Like, cause thing was my dude, like. When 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 it came to WCW, 
Sting was my dude. So when when now all that happened, I was one of those people like, man, I knew they played you, Sting, man. Man, walk out on them, Sting. Leave them high and dry. And you saw Luger whining like a bitch. Sting, Sting, <laughs> Sting, come back, Sting. Like, yeah, he de- he deserved to do that, man. I remember like the next night, like he come. No, no, it was uh, the next night he came out as himself and he was talking. And then the ne- next Nitro, two weeks later, he comes out with a black and white face paint, and he beats the piss out of the fake thing in front of the NWO. He's like, and that right there is your cheap imitation. He's and like, then- the real thing may or may not be in your price range. <laughs> you know, and then he's like, the only thing for sure about Sting is nothing's for sure. And then, bam, that's when he went in the rafters. And that, so and awesome. that, Yeah, that was just, yeah. And that was still around the time when Owen Hart had failed, but and he was still well, doing. Well, yeah, this was like '96, yeah, but Owen but Hart that... didn't fall until '99. That was '99. That was that late. I thought it was '90, yeah. '98 when that happened. Okay. Over the edge '99. I think I still have the VHS tape. Ah oh, man, yeah, that was that was that was gruesome in itself. But yeah, I, I still remember the one where he came down and souped up and grabbed Savage, and Savage was knocked out. You no, just... no, it was DDP. It was DDP. It was DDP. Yeah, it was DDP. It was DDP. Yeah. DDP was just hanging there, just knocked out yeah. all the way up in the air. Like, yo, and that, and that was the way they ended the show. So, yeah, yeah, you know, sorry, folks. You know, we know this the Raw review, but, you know, we had to talk something else up. But yeah. I'll tell you this. Yeah, that's how bad Raw sucked. We're, we're just going off about it. Sorry, I'll tell you this one. 25 years ago. <laughs> the one thing I liked is when they had, like, the 50 Stings walk down to the ring and then they'll be beating them up. And so Buff Bagel goes to punch one of the fake Stings, but it's actually the real Sting. And he actually and he dropped. And that was the that was the funny part. He actually fell down like he was the face thing, but then got right back up. And when they went to punch him again, and realized it wasn't the face thing, it was the real thing. I, I thought that was awesome. Like he sold it and made them think, "Damn, that wasn't him. Well, where, where is he? Where is he?" That stuff like that. That was awesome. The days, man. That- even the early, even the the two thousands of WWE was awesome. Uh, my only problem was, you know, with the invasion was that it wasn't the NWO. It wasn't Hogan. It wasn't Sting. It wasn't Goldberg. It wasn't. Yeah, it you was, didn't have the major players. The build was good. The build was great. Way, yeah, I hated the way they used DDP. I, I didn't want that. That DDP, I didn't care for that DDP. I wanted the WCW version of DDP. But yeah. if that guy would have came, I think it would have been a little bit better. But, uh, yeah, they like you say, they missed all the heavy hitters. Uh, and by the time they came, Vince had gave he had given up on most of those dudes, and they were just because it's a big name coming back to WWE. And only the only one that really service was serviceable was Hogan. I, against um, I mean Hall was good against Austin for the moment, but then once that match passed, it led to nothing. But Hogan's the only one when he had that match with The Rock where it actually led to him being around and doing more stuff a little bit afterwards. but uh, And Booker T, of course, and Goldberg for a little while. But no one had a better, I, I guess, better run coming from WCW outside of really Booker T and uh, – well, Booker T – well, just from the invasion point, not Jericho or Eddie Guerrero, but, like, just, like, really just Booker T and uh, Hogan. Yeah, I mean, Hogan came later during the invasion, like about like seven months later. Right, right. But uh, time on, see, after he fought Rock, he was like, it was only like him and Booker T that really continued to really be successful, even win yeah. a world championship. Like, 
who would have thought Hogan would have been an undisputed champion? Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Um, I, I don't know what else to talk about, man. It, it's, it's been a long one. You know, I, I, I know we can sit here and do this all day. Franchise, he might be, you know, floating on Kualau now. He's been kind of quiet. <laughs> Over there orbiting around the moon. Yeah. Yeah, he low riding across the galaxy, y'all. <laughs> He's counting. Uh, 20s and 50s or big ass titties? <laughs> <laughs> Count the green, get in between. I went skeet, 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 skeet. Oh, man. All right, man. If there ain't nothing else to say, man. Uh, yeah. I don't even like Houdini. <laughs> yo, Vato, yo, Vato, yo, Vato, check it out, check it out. They say, all right, let me break it down for you one time, homie. Yo. As always, it is a 26-year-old piece of gold. I feel like I'm watching the movie Colors, man. Come on, man. (laughs) You are so disrespectful, is it? You know what? You know what? You don't deserve That's too young for a franchise. (laughs) Like, he wasn't even born when that movie came out. Oh, man. Look here. I I think I was just born when that movie came out. (laughs) Hey, look here, you old bastards. <laughs> hey, I, hey! I know y'all got to get ready to go to bed because you know it's about to be nap time in the group home. So, <laughs> uh, you know what the hell is man? Look, I, I, look! I slept maybe four hours in my twenties and and teens. Okay, every night I probably yeah. slept and was up the other twenty. So, hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm hey, a little hey. sore right now. Okay, I burnt my hand on some oatmeal this morning. <laughs> <laughs> <There you go>, <laughs> bastard. <laughs> That's all right. I don't know what you're talking. You probably about to fall asleep too, and as soon as you uh, click off, oh. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I know. He's gonna be like, "Hey, the podcast is still gonna be going. Are you gonna hear?" <laughs> hey, Flawless, ask him. Did he finish watching Raw last night, or did he fall asleep? No, he probably fell asleep. I ain't gonna lie. I fell asleep at like nine twenty, dude. Yeah, see, exactly. <laughs> it's already ten minutes past your bedtime. I know, freaking baby's kids. <laughs> baby to bed. We gotta burp him and change his little. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. We got we got to put little Bill to bed. <laughs> <laughs> My cousin Skeeter. Oh, <laughs> oh no, nah, man. Hey, you ain't you ain't right. Hey, I'm ending the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Once again, man, this has been an honor and a privilege. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Generation. This is episode number 31. As always, I'm the 26 year old piece of gold. He's too cold. He's flawless. Peace. He go Betty by night night. <laughs> Rock a bike skater. <laughs> Oh man, deuces, y'all, deuces. All right, man, peace. Oh, what's that?